0: Everybody and welcome to a new
1: episode of Startuprad.io, your podcast show with startup news and interviews Hello from Germany. And welcome, everybody. This is Joe of Startuprad.io again tonight. I'm just with Margaret. Hey, how you doing?
0: Oh, I'm okay. Just with me. I mean, you know, I'm a large personality, so. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. Unfortunately, Christian is stuck in a cab in Lebanon. Uh, maybe he should learn how to drive a car and. Um, That would help him a lot. I I don't
0: know. Is Uber legal there? You know?
1: (laughs) I wouldn't know if anything is illegal there. Um... But uh, nonetheless, we of course miss him dearly and hopefully he'll be here next time. By the way, this is the last recording of Startup News this year. So we will give you a little wrap-up of December news because, you know, it's like the 24th and everybody gets on a little vacation and so not so much happens in December and we'll be back like uh, first half of January with Review 2016 Startup News, what happened here in Germany and especially frankfurt and therefore i already want to wish you merry christmas and a happy new year and now we can start in years
0: Yeah, but see, here's the thing, you know, you do don't don't give listeners out there the feeling that nothing is going on here in Deutschland. I mean, Weihnacht is underway with a passion. You know, everything is beautiful. The lights are up. So it's a startup season of another kind,
1: right? <laughs> and what's completely different in America, it's like the 25th and that's Christmas. And so a lot of things are closed on the 25th. But here in Germany, it's like on the 23rd. Everybody, like the shops are open till 10 p.m., which is pretty late. And then everybody gets together and 24th is just preparations. Then at 6 o'clock, you usually get the presents on the 24th. I remember when I was a kid, it it felt like an eternity, like getting up at 8 and waiting till 18 o'clock like like 6 p.m oh that was tiresome and then you get your presents and before or afterwards you go to church and like the 25th and the 26th are here in germany public holidays as well as the january 1st so that means there's not a lot of time in between but a lot of people take this time off so basically it's like running on 30 percent during that time,
0: you know, it's it's super interesting. Actually, I, I don't want to divert from your news or anything, but I mean, my family was originally from. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we are going to divert here, bit. but you know, my family was originally from Germany. I mean, I have I come from a very very old German Jewish family, and the way that they made their fortune actually was by starting a department store that was open during the Vihnok season when other stores were closed. So so they would celebrate like you know Jewish Christmas Hanukkah, right? Which Yes, exactly and then and they would be closed when everything else was open and then they would be open when the majority of, of stores were closed so actually this is a very entrepreneurial season here in deutschland and and it's cool I mean I just I, I find myself walking through the streets and just being amazed at, at how much entrepreneurial activity is there is going on starting with the Vinox marks I mean there are they're, they're, they're little small businesses they might not be technologically innovative in the ways that we think of in terms of fintech or insurtech or or using any kind of technology but these are new businesses and startup businesses that are so entrepreneurial that kind of come out of the shadows you know, at, at this season, and that's part of why this season is so cool for me, besides the fact that it's just beautiful. And so. of course,
1: uh, on, on all the German Christmas markets, you get in public uh, malt wine, also new for the Americans, so you can get there your Glühwein, that's the German name of it, and can stand there in front of the booth and uh, get drunk there, no problem with that, yeah, as well, long no as you don't misbehave. And-
0: yeah, well, you know, drinking in public is totally legal here, as you said, as long as you don't misbehave. Yeah, so that's cool. So on that note, you know, what's what's hot and happening here in, in Frankfurt, dude?
1: Well, first, we usually start with our housekeeping. Woohoo! Once again, we've been number one. You know, our German podcast has been on many, many lists, like eight or nine during this year. What have been listed worth listening to or something like this? this time an entrepreneurial initiative from Hamburg put our German podcast at number one Woohoo! yeah awesome I also did a video in English we sat down for short chat with Brand Cooper New York Times bestselling author of the lean entrepreneur you can find the video of course on our YouTube channel and that was very interesting because he was under a lot of time pressure it was like we had first to find a quiet place and then we sat down like really in the attic. of of a startup and then conducted like 15 minute interview, which was cut down to like 10 minutes because we had handyman all in the back, drilling and knocking and sewing and whatever. But nonetheless, even though there's a little bit disturbance in the back, it's totally worth listening to. Especially Brand gives his own definition of the difference between a minimum viable product and a test. Also, we did some audio interviews. This time, we're very happy because like there's the Social Impact Lab here in Frankfurt. Have you been there?
0: I have, actually. It's a great space. And there are a lot of cool startups there that are... You know socially responsible but also sort of focused on the bottom line yeah, and it's, it's an amazing project
1: this time we did the first interview with a startup from there it's called mejo it aims to improve the life of diabetes patients with data science focusing on a spanish-speaking country and they are working with behavioral data so they have a data scientist out there who is trying to help patients by analyzing their behavioral data. So medical data, they all have it, but the behavioral data, what they're doing, what did they actually do, workout, what are they eating and stuff like this this is usually not available to the doctors because they only know the level of blood sugar blood pressure and all this medical data and also elda and i have been to frankfurt celebrates innovation which was the award ceremony for the startups who get to the us via the german accelerator program a german government program. we cornered a few of the startups and you can tune in here for some interviews and highlights we we'll provide a link in the show notes and of course we did it with andy goldstein the ceo of the german accelerator which was pretty cool it was like he was in one corner i stand in on one side and I'll on the other side and pulled out the microphone go startup radio <laughs> that, that that was pretty cool getting to the ecosystem there's a report from the ministry of finance germany is on its way to become a fintech nation also there's a like very brief excerpt like a wrap-up management summary, call it whatever you like. And it's in English, of course, you get the link down there, but don't be surprised, it's a link that directly opens the PDF. And what I found very interesting in this report there's like a total of 433 fintech businesses with operations in germany and 346 of them remain active the other 87 are either in the beginning of their operations are not operational yet or no longer active the total volume of addressable markets for financing and wealth management sector in germany equals almost 1.7 trillion euros in 2015 this is a really, really big figure, right? It,
0: it's growing. It definitely is growing. And, you know, I mean, what's, what, what's really super interesting to me about watching what's going on in Frankfurt, I mean, to be direct, is how quickly the market is sort of catching up with the rest of the world. And and I I don't say that as, as anything this derogatory about the Frankfurt market, but it's, it's different here, right? I mean, you've got these huge, huge, huge banks, and then you have people who are challenging the way that business is done. And the, the proximity to each other is like no other place on the planet. I have never seen anything like it. And, and if, you don't, if you don't mind, I mean, I'd, I'd like to kind of plug someone's work a little bit. I mean, do, do, um, Jochen Biederman, who works with Frankfurt Main Finance, um, has tried actually to put together uh, a list of with a map of all the startups uh, that are that are now operational in Frankfurt and it is absolutely really super impressive.
1: Yeah, I know that and we also do have the innovation map from Sebastian who is the CEO of TechQuartier and all together like if you would put together all those maps like there are several others out there, if you would put them all together you would have a complete picture of the startup scene here in Frankfurt but unfortunately it is not so far yet also there was in the report 87 percent of the surveyed financial institutions currently cooperate with fintechs and after the uk germany is the second largest fintech market in europe internationally germany is rapidly catching up i think that's very noteworthy especially since it's from the ministry of finance it's like the highest authority on it and they are all under close scrutiny for everything they do especially from the press and researchers and so if if they state this in an official report, it has to be pretty valid.
0: Yeah, exactly. But it, it's it's super impressive, and and I just I have to say, I'm just watching this sort of unfold here. I'm in awe. I mean, because I think that there are a lot of people who are just putting their putting their time and their energy beyond whether they're you know actually in a startup or not into promoting this area, which is cool. I I, I just there are a lot of people that that are out there doing things on their own for free just to promote this area and and I I think that's great I think that's a very that's sort of the recipe for, you know, the success of things to come.
1: Speaking of the success, KPMG FinTech Pulse. It's like a regular publication. KPMG does Germany again tops the UK for FinTech funding in the third quarter 2016. Germany saw almost plus 35% more funding to VC backed FinTech companies than the UK for the second consecutive quarter, led by the financing of Smava and Finance Fox.
0: And that's cool, right? I mean, you know, I mean, the thing that, that just that blows me away and you and maybe you can comment on this a little bit But is like how everyone talks about how conservative this market is, which is true in a certain, you know, certainly I think in terms of the way that things are approached are different than just about anywhere else. And it's I, I wouldn't necessarily I wouldn't I personally would not call it more conservative, but it is different. And the fact, though, that despite that difference and despite the fact the German market is so incredibly different, things are popping here and things are popping in Frankfurt, which is, you know, amazing and cool.
1: Speaking about Frankfurt, Deloitte sees a bright future for the future of Frankfurt as a fintech hub in its recent report. They call it Around the World in 21 Hubs. You can find it at Deloitte UK or in our show notes. Also, KPMG made a list of 100 fintech innovators there's a list of emerging stars from germany made it credit tech number seven hamburg and spot cap number 29 a rocket startup from berlin in the global leaders ranking made it pair finance number 21 from berlin and solaris bank number 96 so um Oh, I'm sorry, Pair Finance was number 9T from Berlin. That shows, like, not everything is going on in one place. And Berlin right now has the lead. But I do believe, like, in, like, 18 months down the road, there'll be a lot more Frankfurt here. And the FinTech Awards have been also handed out in Frankfurt last month. It was during the opening of the tech quartier, like, the official Level 39 equivalent here in Frankfurt. It's funded by the city and the state. And C's early stage was received by Scalable Capital, a Robert advisor, headquartered duly in munich and london later stage crx markets an independent marketplace for asset-backed financing solution that connects buyers suppliers banks and institutional investors also from munich and then growth stage there's web id solution which provides web-based id from berlin and the foreign new entrant to germany was Quantos a blockchain startup from the Netherlands you can see one of the three founders on our YouTube channel in the blockchain meetup so oh l- 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 just a little bit more about Frankfurt coffee retailer startup Roast Market raised more than 1 million this year in two rounds more details unfortunately have not been disclosed so not everything is really 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 fintech And there's Ali Pasha. He is the guy behind hallofrankfurt.de. And he's doing tech and startup events, Frankfurt, Rhein-Main. And now every week he's also publishing it in English and German.
0: Can I just just say this? You know, it's interesting because this market is, is also rapidly transforming in a number of ways, starting with the fact that while I go to a lot of events that are still in German, there are increasing numbers of events in English. So, I mean, I, I know <laughs> I you know, ich lerne Deutsch, you know, ich nicht an Sprache, But but I think that in terms of like being welcoming to the outside planet, um, the fact that Frankfurt, which is a hugely diverse community to begin with, is sort of transitioning into English is also a sign of how international The fintech community here is really big. Yeah, it's totally. Especially
1: if you see like there's like how international Frankfurt is. You usually don't see this outside. Like there are always close-knit communities. Like there are two weekly newspapers just in Mandarin for Frankfurt and the surrounding area. And I do believe there's one in Hindi as well. That's pretty cool. Um, The Ministry of Finance from the state of Hessen, where Frankfurt is located, reported that there have been countless requests from banks, companies and startups from the UK reports Frankfurter Neue Presse. So basically, there's a lot of companies feeling like... Is there an opportunity to move to like Frankfurt and Berlin, and Hamburg? Everybody seems to be to profit from Brexit. Kuna Metropole Berlin writes that Berlin and Hamburg now work on a startup tour together to lose startups from London over.
0: Yeah, well, that but see, that's the important information. I mean, you know, Frankfurt, I think, is doing a lot of work that it that it hasn't necessarily done to to catch up with Berlin, which which is interesting to me. I mean, I have found since I've been here that actually Frankfurt is. More international than Berlin is. It's just that I think that the, the the finance community is is so established here that it's just it's taking a little time for people to say, okay, well, I mean, most Germans speak English at a level, to be honest, that's actually better than 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 many English speakers I know <laughs> in both the UK and and the US. But but I think I think the awareness of that is sort of filtering in. Through, through the many, many channels here that are clearly interested in welcoming, you know, a British-speaking or an American-speaking audience. And, and you know, it's it's not for lack of, of ability. I think it's just sometimes it's a little bit of a lack of awareness. But people are unfailingly to polite to me. I mean, every time I... I try my, my pidgin German on the phone, for example, you know, within two seconds, we're, we're switched back in English. <laughs> and I don't think it's just because they, they, they want to practice their English with me because they don't need to. But it's just, it's it's super polite. It's, just, it's this culture of being super polite and super welcoming that I think is a, a hallmark of Germany. And I think it going forward is going to make frankfurt grow you know like like crazy in terms particularly in terms of a startup community and particularly in terms of welcoming foreign startups not only that
1: that but there there are also like a lot of events here at the fair frankfurt it's like one of the biggest it's the biggest fair in germany like they have all the buildings all the infrastructure there like there's the international automobile exhibition IAA, here every year there's the book uh, every other year there's the book fair here and like countless other fairs that are important for certain sectors that that i have not been aware of before and it's also like the root of the of the banks and financing companies here in frankfurt because when they got together like ages ago there was like every little dukedom kingdom and all those sorts. they all had their different currency and they had to be exchanged and that was that was the start of frankfurt stock exchange
0: yeah i mean frankfurt i mean you know like i said i mean my family is from frankfurt for hundreds and hundreds of years and i mean frankfurt has always been a startup innovative community i think it's just a rebranding that's underway with with the introduction of you know the tech scene it's always been a thin world right i mean if you think about you know what the rothschilds did here and and why this is a banking center to begin with this has always been the center of a very very innovative entrepreneurial community and i think it's just honestly i think frankfurt is in the process of rebranding itself but people here have the sort of natural affinity to welcoming Auslanders as they are called in or outsiders or foreigners. And it is just—I mean—in the time that I've been here, I've just really—I've just fallen in love with this city. And I think it's—it's—it's it's, it's at the beginning, really, of of a new wave of entrepreneurialism and innovation that just happens to be digital this time. Yeah
1: few of the examples that I usually give in the podcast is like number one, they have been the first revenue generating airline in the world, headquartered in Frankfurt at the time when they, they've been still flying with airships to like Rio de Janeiro and New York. And also there was um, a financier called Beatman here in Frankfurt. Now they are only known for the desserts, the little desserts, marzipan desserts they have here. But at the time he was the only person to go to who could finance the dream of Monsieur Eiffel. Without him, no tower. Mm-hmm. And um, so yeah. it, it, it used to be a pretty innovative place, but I'm sure it come back. So companies, we found the cap table of Hyperlin Fintech N26 before known as number 26. Bottom line, VCs called 54%, management 35.88%, eight business angels, 6.13%, approximately 3% for the publisher Axel Springer's plug and play. And therefore, the company is valued at approximately 154 million US dollars. And related to this, the CTO left the Hype Berlin-based fintech number 26 reports Gründerszene. Also, we found something like to smile a little bit, even established companies fail. Frequently in e-commerce from a unicorn to a non-corn was the badly from me translated uh, headline. (laughs) The well-established chocolate company Ritter Sport wanted to produce a unicorn chocolate only available online in their own store. And two times their online store just broke down. This led to some ridicule on social media using the hashtag KlitterSport. So not only startups fail, but they can surely learn to get load tests before you expect to have a big wave of purchases. Yeah, but
0: you got to give them credit. You know, I mean, they're experimenting, right? And and Germans kind of have this understated, actually, it's not an understated, it is a well-stated distrust of all things social media. So you got to give them credit for for going forward with a German institution, i.e. chocolate, you know, online. That
1: that takes guts. It does. Yeah. and as as always, since Christian has been here on board, there was the rocket internet corner. Talking about rocket, rocket sold to the Russian take the Russian takeout arm of Foodbunder to Russian Danish tourist company Nova Soul, I hope I pronounce it right. So it's a company from Denmark, takes over Bimdu, which used to be merged a few weeks before. With nine flats, but they did not buy nine flats, uh, which is Singapore based due to your ownership structure. Airbnb might have been a little bit too strong, but Rocket nonetheless remains under pressure. Rocket Internet drastically decreases its team size at the Berlin-based headquarter, reported EU startup. This was in turn denied, but only that it seemed to be plausible. Speaks for the state of the company. Bloomberg also writes that Rocket Internet Startup Factory is under growing pressure. Nonetheless, Rocket tries fintech and gaming. Rocket invests in fintech, a company called Immolent, an alternative to factoring, meaning being able to sell your accounts receivable before you actually get the money from your customers, of course, with a little discount. That is how the factoring company makes their profit. And... Rocket also started its own fintech called Zinsgold, interest gold, which is a portal for fixed deposits. It appears to be right now working in Germany only. Rocket's GFC invests in Hamburg-based young gaming startup SIVA. That, that was lock rocket. Not, not a lot of opinion from Margaret. Nonetheless, we move on. Haha, what play? Because there's Move24 versus Movinga. Both startups help to find the right uh, person to move your house. Now they also have a TV ad battle going on. Keep in mind, Movinga has already been in the news in the past. One of their initial business angels built a competitor at this point called Buvago, which ended up in insolvency. Then... After questionable business behavior, both founders left the company. And so now there's more competition going on here and more news from the company. We keep you updated. Finally, startup wins lawsuit in Germany against Ryanair. Now the startup can still buy delay claims from passengers, which Ryanair tried to prohibit. Uh, The startup who won is called Flightright. And Unister, you may remember the company with the many vacation portals that went into insolvency with a questionable end of the founder. We promise to keep you updated. Now the insolvency administrator f- sold the first subsidiaries. And finally, yearns find Icarus. It's actually, how should I call it? It's a strange chair and you get put on it and put a um, virtual reality headset on. And then since it's turning left, it's turning right, you get the impression that you're actually flying. It appears to be something only for high net worth individuals. (laughs) Nonetheless, it's a pretty cool thing. Margaret, that was it. Then we only do have stay ahead of the curve.
0: Cool. Yes. Well, you know, the the other thing I just kind of wanted to mention on a sort of, you know, very, very local but... but Global perspective is that. Um, At first, can, can, can you, know, I'm, you I'm explain out what's
1: about. a very local but global perspective?
0: <laughs> you bet. I'm going there right now. Okay, so so you know I'm I'm out and about here in Frankfurt quite a bit because I'm 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 in the process of starting my own tech startup and I'm trying to integrate myself into the startup community here. So I mean, chances are if it's an evening, I'm out, you know, and and networking. And and this week um, there was the startup of something that was sort of overdue but but well welcomed, which was the first um, insuretech meeting here. Um, it's on Meetup, but it was a really really great event, and I think it's going to continue to grow. Uh, it was well intended, you know. FinTech and insuretech are sort of related in a lot of ways, starting with the, the fact that a lot of the technology and the ideas are are merging. And I just actually wrote an article about this on LinkedIn, but I think that the insure tech industry is actually in some ways poised to overtake the fintech industry um, pretty quickly. And and I think that it's, it's coming to Frankfurt in a big way. So, I mean, it was it was a great, it was a really super great meeting and um, I think it's going to grow. I think there there are a lot of companies that are going to start to gravitate towards the insure tech market here in Frankfurt and and benefit from already the the fintech community that's here so so that would be my like you know five cents <laughs> for, for the for the for the local but global perspective and like I said I just in, in general I see a lot of growth here there's a lot of enthusiasm here people are you know turning out to events they are asking a lot of questions there's a lot of free space that's starting to be offered around Frankfurt, which is cool. I think people are just kind of getting into the mindset of, of this is a new time on every single level. And, and to your point earlier, and whether it's a chocolate manufacturer um, or a new innovative way to offer chocolate <laughs> or a new innovative way to, 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 to offer a service or a product, I think that people are just, just moving into that environment again because they know that the world is changing. And, and you need new business models and new products to adapt to that world and to pitch to, new, to people who expect new things. So, so all that's cool. So did that answer your question?
1: Yes, more or less. <laughs> I also put in now in the show notes under Frankfurt in the hubs the list of insurtech startups from frankfurt like there are six here in frankfurt rhein area and of course we put the link of the meetup in there as well
0: excellent well groovy are, are we at the end of, of all of your news and views and and stuff around town
1: yep that's it folks merry christmas happy new year hope to see you soon again and of course visit io. and we have it used to be before now how for those with vision but christian complaint nobody could pronounce it so it's now called stay ahead of the curve
0: okay well buddy you have a great Vinox, and i will see you in the new year
1: totally thank you bye guys and remember sharing is caring